Welcome to the Heal Podcast for all things related to Lyme disease and other chronic illnesses. I'm Mimi McLean, Mama Five, founder of Lyme 360 and a Lyme warrior. Tune in each week to hear from doctors, health practitioners, and experts to hear about their treatments, struggles, and triumphs to help you on your healing journey. I'm here to heal with you. This week's podcast is brought to you by Air Oasis. As a Lyme warrior, I know how important it is to have clean air in the home. I've been using a room air purifier, but recently had to purchase an all-home unit to combat mold issues throughout our house. I did some research and found a great company called Air Oasis. Their air purifiers help fight bacteria, viruses, and mold. So if you have not put in an air purifier into your home, go to lime360.com forward slash air oasis. They carry room units as well as entire home units. Hi, welcome back to the Heal Podcast. This is Mimi McLean from Lime360, and today we have Lucy Petlock on, and she's from lucysmorsels.com, which is a wellness blog that concentrates on sustainable living. To get my Detox for Lyme checklist, go to lime360.com forward slash detox checklist. Lucy, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm so excited to have you on. So Lucy owns a blog or website called lucysmorsels.com. She focuses on sustainability as well as other like lifestyle blog stuff. And so I thought she would be great to talk to you about ways to detox your life and have a sustainable house, which in turn is much better for your health. So thank you, Lucy, for coming on. Yes. Thank you for having me. I know you necessarily haven't dealt with the health issues, but you've kind of made sustainability, which is good for the environment and good for the earth, but in turn, it's also good for your health. So I would love for you to just talk about, it's very overwhelming if you decide to try to detox like your life. So what would you say is like the first things that someone should start, like kind of start chiseling away that list? What what were like the easiest takeaways, the low-hanging fruits? Right. So I think there's two avenues to go down and it depends kind of what your lifestyle is, which one works better for you. Anytime I start down a new path. So let's say clean beauty, which is one of my examples. I like to cheat and let other people do the work. I am not about to remember 1500 plus ingredients that I'm supposed to avoid. Mm -hmm. Nobody is. I mean, there's probably some people, but I'm certainly not one of them. And so in terms of shopping for clean beauty, there are maybe four or five different websites that sell exclusively clean beauty. They each have their own standards because there isn't actually really like a regulation around skincare and makeup in terms of what's clean or not clean. So I tend to go there at least for informational purposes and find out what products, what brands are selling. Even if I end up buying them somewhere else, Mm -hmm. I can find (laughs) what they've just sort of deemed as clean. And then that just takes the work out of it for me. Websites are they? Do you mind sharing that? No, no, absolutely. Okay. So I don't want to forget any of them. One of them is Full Lane, which is kind of where I got started, F-O-L-L-A-I-N. And they do have some brick and mortar stores, mostly on the East Coast, but then they have an online thing, an online website, they call it. And then they also have some of their own products within their brand Mm -hmm. for everyday skincare. The Detox Market is another good one. Credo, C-R-E-D-O is a third one. And then a more recent discovery of mine, and I do really love this one, is Naked Poppy. And one of the reasons Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, yes. One of the things I really like about them is they have this 
quiz you can take. I think it takes two or three minutes. And they ask about your skin concerns, your skin history, the colors you like to wear, jewelry and clothes. And then from that, they give you a list of specific products and specific shades. So it's hard buying makeup online, you know, and most big retail stores don't have clean makeup samples for you to try. So I like that because then if you're really into this, it, it's not so overwhelming. They're like, here, try this product as a cleanser. And this one is a, a That's serum. great. Yeah. So I really like that. There are certainly others and a lot of big stores sell clean products. It's just not always easy to find them. So you can certainly mm-hmm. find clean products at Target and Walmart and any drugstore. You just may or may not know what to find them. Right. So that's the clean beauty thing. I just, I let other people do that work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I figure out what works for me. And then the other one that I've gotten really into in the last year or so is cleaning products around my house. Partly because, well, I hate the smell of cleaning products. Mm-hmm. I, just, I always have long before I cared that what I was smelling was actually not good for me to inhale. <laughs> so I've discovered like baking soda and vinegar and how simple that is. Yeah, but do you uh, like even, the smell of that? So I put some essential oils in okay. it and it cleans up pretty easily. So I only use the vinegar stuff when I'm really trying to scrub some stuff out. Right. Otherwise, I'm trying to think the counter cleaner that I use. So there's like a, if you look for the DIY recipes, there's a counter cleaner that's a infused vinegar and it sits with lemon and orange. But I don't have time for that. I'm yeah. just being honest. <laughs> but also I have, we have stone counters, so I'm not supposed to use that one anyway. So the recipe I use has, I think, water, Castile soap, rubbing alcohol, Anyway, then essential oil. So it doesn't really smell like anything. Recommend any like website or app or brand. So I have a book called Simply Living Well. And in it, she actually will tell you how to make all of your own skincare, your makeup, everything. But there's a lot of, I'm obsessed with this book. It's like my happy place. It's got beautiful photography. Oh, good. (sighs) Lovely. But the section in there that I love is the the home cleaning stuff. We get so caught up in trying to disinfect everything. And in fact, all that disinfectant stuff's probably not doing just as much. So bad. I mean, you don't yeah. know, but like a lot of people like myself included, Lyme triggers mast cell. And when you have mast cell, any smell, like it makes me have hives. Like I have a new cleaning person at my house and they didn't listen and they didn't use my stuff. I literally will break out in hives and I can go find them exactly. Like it could be two stories oh up my gosh. and I'm like, okay, you use something you weren't supposed to use. It affects yeah, yeah. us like major, yeah. but um, anyway. So, so I like these just because you can pick and choose and the book, some of them, all, it'll have different recipes sort of depending on what you have. If you look, I just Google stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Me and Google are besties. There's <laughs> usually more than one recipe for cleaning. The only thing to watch out for is you don't want to use an ingredient say vinegar or whatever on something that has a seal where it's going to, you know, it, break yeah. up the seal. Yeah, exactly. That's the only thing you really have to watch out for. And I do find in a lot of ways, water does a lot of good cleaning magically. Yeah. yeah or <laughs> hydrogen peroxide, right? If you yeah, use hydrogen peroxide, yeah. it kills a lot. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. I just recently learned the difference between rubbing alcohol and hydrogen peroxide in terms of it being a disinfectant. And I guess like rubbing alcohol kills most things, everything in five seconds and hydrogen peroxide takes five minutes or something. Oh, okay. It's That's like dry, the biggest, I think. Yeah, I'm guessing. So you make all of your stuff. You don't buy any brand. It's a mix of things. I haven't been yet to make a window cleaner that my husband thinks does the job. So I recently bought, I think Everspring 
And I don't, don't go out and quote me and say, oh, Lucy said use this brand. So therefore it's fine. It's cleaner at least, but I just interviewed actually um, one of the CEOs for Ecos, ECOS, I think it is. I love Ecos. We use their dish soap. We use their laundry soap. They have unscented everything. And And hers is pure, real. I know we talked about this on my, with the badass CEO, we talked about people greenwash, right? Where they say it's clean and it's really not. Her stuff is pure. Like she went through, like it's good. I love it. I love that brand. And then we have here in Sacramento, there's a refill store that I like to go to. So I take my empty containers or jars and one of the main brands that they have is Ecos. And so I love them. There's actually refill stores kind of all over if you know where to find them. They just tend to be little holes in the wall. Oh, wow. Like Ecos, just Ecos refill places or any kind of... So it's a private local one, but they buy the brands in bulk and then you can just refill whatever you want. And so... The purpose of the refill store is to kind of cut back on all of the individual plastic bottles or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, and transportation to move them around. Yeah. So well, that's them. But I also find out about a lot of clean cleaning brands from the store. Oh, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about plastics, that's a good one, like a good segue, yeah. right? Because I don't think people realize how bad plastics are for your body and for the earth, right? Mm-hmm. And everything is plastic in our house. Mm-hmm. So do you have any tips about that, like how to reduce the plastic in our house? Oh gosh. Once you start realizing where plastic is, it's an overwhelming experience. So Mm -hmm. try not to think about it too hard. I would say I, again, this really depends on, on what works well for you as much as possible. And this is very hard during a pandemic. I try not to get like cups for my coffee. I love coffee. I don't want to stop drinking coffee out, but I try to take my reusable cup as much as possible during these pandemic times. Probably half the coffee shops I go to will take Mm -hmm. my cup. The other half won't, but then I just ask them to make it in a for here cup and I pour it into my cup. Oh, okay. So that's a way to get around it. Food's a little bit harder. I have never had so many plastic and styrofoam. I hate styrofoam yeah. to go containers as I have this year, but we've been yeah. going to a lot of local restaurants trying to keep yeah. them open. So, and then your Pyrex is super important for people. Like if you are still yeah. using plastic containers, like throw them out and go buy Pyrex super important. And whatever you do, do not, do not, do not microwave plastic. Yeah. So that was, those are kind of the two big lessons with plastic. One is they don't do well with heat. Then you start to to change things. And so anything that's hidden in there starts to kind of come out. And then the other one is anything acidic will start to break it down. And I actually used to get headaches from my reusable plastic tumblers from coffee because the coffee would slowly start to break it down. And then after a few months, I'd notice every time I had coffee, I was having a headache not from the coffee. And I realized that I needed to ditch my plastic up. So now I have a stainless steel coffee cup and the lid is still plastic, but my straw is made out of glass, you know? Yeah. Well, I yeah. never knew that about like the coffee. I would never have thought that with the acidic. And so anything aesthetic, I find my water bottle when I've used plastic water bottles in the past, you know, some restaurants will put lemon in their water. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. you get some of that and it's very, I hate lemon in my water because I'm such a water purist, I guess, but if that goes into my water bottle or the little spigot at the soda fountain, you know, they have like lemonade and water will yeah. share. I always have to like flush it out, flush out the lemonade before I fill up my water because the acid will get in there and then I'll, I'll start to notice I don't feel great. Wow. Isn't that's amazing. That, yeah. Yeah. It's so funny how you start to go so far one way that the thing that used to be so normal, I mean, yeah. why should I feel... And, and we still have plastic in our lives. We're, we're yeah, so but far plastic from. is as much as you can like really, because I learned from being sick from my doctor that plastic actually changes your mitochondria. And so when mm-hmm. your mitochondria is not working is what's causing all your issues and why you 
cancer. You're not going to get better until your mitochondria is fixed and your mitochondria right. won't be fixed if you keep getting any kind of plastic poisoning. What do you use for like cooking? Cause I know you're not supposed to use like any kind of um, nonstick. I have mostly American kitchen cookware. Okay. So it looks like all clad. I registered for all clad stuff when I got married. It's really expensive yeah. and supposed to be really nice. And I don't think I've had it got dirty a lot more easily, like really annoying to clean, but my American kitchen cookware, I love it. It's not as heavy. It's not nearly as expensive. And I think it's just stainless steel. So you just kind of have to get used to cooking with oil. Yeah. And without, you you know, better oils, then it's, Mm -hmm. it's not so bad. So yeah, I do that for just people who don't know, like the nonstick, you don't want the nonstick, even though it's easier to cook, especially if you're making eggs or something, because if you scrape it, it comes off. So when you see like the lines, like that chemical of nonstick, that's what you're eating, which is super bad for you. Yeah. And honestly, I I cannot be bothered to remember to always use exactly the right utensil on my pan. So I don't know. I prefer just like my, I like a, I guess they call it a fish turner and that's like my main my main utensil when i'm cooking it's metal i got metal and i just get in there and flip whatever i need to yeah yeah that was so true but the other thing that people i think make a mistake about and i would love to see if you have a brand is candles like the generic candles that people use are just so toxic the the smell the paraffin and like the smells that they use are not natural is there any like brand that's like an essential oil brand that you use well, okay. So one on the candle conversation, I just learned about candles and the toxicity problems mm-hmm. probably last year. So I've started buying beeswax candles. And so a local place will have beeswax, but don't quote me so much on this, but beeswax candles actually can help clean out your air or purify your air. Whereas the other ones are polluting your air and you can get them with scents, but I don't, I just get them unscented. If you really like scents, my favorite thing to do is a stovetop air freshener. So you just put water in a pan and then my favorite combinations are like a cinnamon stick, some whole cloves, and then the your house smells like fall. <laughs> you just put and water you like just, in a simmer? Yeah. So I boil it first because I'm impatient. I'm just being honest here. I, I boil it first and then you just turn it down to a simmer and you can just keep refilling water in there. This last week I did it and I used fresh sage and thyme, I think. And then I mm-hmm. put in some cloves. So yeah, I actually, I have a blog post that I will send to you. I use like dehydrated citrus, but anyway, you can use fresher dried. I mean, you can throw like apple cores in there and you can do that in like a bowl of hot steaming water. I have a two-year-old, so I'm not putting bowls of hot steaming water anywhere around my house. Um, but the scent of it, if you really need some kind of a cleansing scent or my husband cooks bacon and I hate the smell of bacon. So I do it. He hates when I cook kale. So we do it for for each other's needs. But the stovetop air freshener thing, if you really want to scent in your home, it's very natural. You pick what goes in there. I like playing around with different scents. So that's been good. In terms of essential oils, I recently discovered Far and Wild. Okay. And so I like them. They don't have the biggest selection because they're not like one of those huge markets, but they're trying to sustainably source all of their essential oils, which I think is good. And then I've used Vitruvi in the past. I think they're kind of expensive. Okay. And then, yeah, my refill store has, I think it's Oracacia. So I okay. trust that that's a good brand because they're yep. carrying it. Yeah. Do you put an alarm on so you don't forget about your pot on simmer? I mean, I you know, that would be a good idea. Know. Sometimes my husband has to turn it off. Because I can see me like trying to burn the house down because I've like forgot that it was going. Yeah. And once there's no more water in there, that becomes a problem. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, it's See, true. now we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Yeah, I would set a timer. The wild part about this is once it boils within two or three minutes, you will smell it. Okay. It's a very fast thing. And honestly, it gets rid of the bacon smell or kale or whatever you hate really quickly. So you don't even need to leave it on if you just want like a quick scent change. But if you like it to kind of keep simmering, yeah, definitely keep an eye on it. Yeah. Do you use any specific kind of air filter or system in your house? No. How about like for like sprays, like for bug or any? Right. So we just moved into our house two years ago and thankfully we haven't had ants indoors. However, there are a lot of like natural bug sprays, which will be like water, maybe soap, and then either tea tree oil or peppermint even. Almost all bugs and animals hate those smells. So in my garden, I had, I had ants on some of my plants and then I had some stinker got in my carrots last year. I sound like an old gardener. Yeah. So anyway, and I have, again, I have this recipe, but I think it's water Castile soap, which is a vegetable glycerin based. And then you put in a few drops of essential oils and spray them. And the thing is, as opposed to the commercial ones that have strong, scary stuff in there where you maybe spray once and they're all gone. This one you might have to use once a week or, you know, every four or five days, but it works the same. And even I've heard there's a Mrs. Myers, I think it's a peppermint spray or something like that. And it's a counter cleaner. My sister used that in her house and then she didn't have ants anymore for years. Oh, wow. That's yeah. Great. So there, there are easy ways. Just again, Google, you could drive yourself crazy, but I, I do people, on the regular. Yes. No, but what I tell people is like, you know, like even if you just take like every time you're out of a product, just try to buy another one. And now they're so more prevalent that the prices have come down. There used to be a huge difference in cost between organic and non-organic or like, you know, things that are healthier. But now I feel like the price is getting more closer it's to each other. more so popular. Not, yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like, you know, like when you, when you run out of your laundry detergent switch, like just, you can slow, it makes a difference, right? Oh All yeah. And, and slowly, that's the biggest thing because whatever change you're trying to make in your life, it's hard to just flip the switch overnight. Mm-hmm. So just kind of slowly work out. That's how I did my makeup. Every time I just ran out of one thing, then I gave myself that time to figure out what to do next. Yeah. And I like to think anybody who's kind of questioning why I care about clean beauty or cleaning products and stuff like that. I tell them like, well, do you look at the ingredient labels mm-hmm. of the food that you're eating, which we're avid ingredient label readers. My f- husband follows the low FODMAP diet. It's like this whole week. Anyway, if, you, if people who have IBS who suffer from IBS, which my husband doesn't, but he's not that far away from it, they have to follow this diet. So it's just, it's broken down by foods that are easier to digest. Oh, okay. And garlic and onion is not okay. Oh, <laughs> those are like the two main big ones for him. So we have to read everything. Like I cannot buy pre-made broth. I have to make all of our own broth because oh, it will wow. all have garlic or onion. Yeah. And then I have, I get migraines if I have soy in any like grand or like decently small quantity even. And anything that has a fake sugar in it will make me break out. I suffered from acne for years because I didn't realize that my chewing gum was my problem. Oh, so wow. anyway, we're like avid ingredient label readers because both of us have he far more so than I, but anyway, so we do that. And so that's, I kind of use that same mentality of reading the labels. I just don't, I don't know all the words and all the ingredients. And when if it you comes. can't pronounce it, they tell you not to buy it. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I do like, you know, so I make my own as much as I can make my own cleaning products. And it's nice. I'm like, well, I have baking soda, I have cornstarch, I have vinegar, I have water. I actually ran out of face wash a few weeks ago and used my book to make 
my own face wash and I super like it. I think I like continue to do this, but it's the same. You also save a lot of money. So much. If only I could find like a beauty serum that made me look so nice, but yeah, yeah. So, you know, just pick and choose. And then I, you know, this is not, not on the topic of kind of health concerns, but I found that with a lot of this switched over to making stuff ourselves or, you know, just not buying all this other extra stuff, then we save up money to pay for them, like more things. So we bought an electric car this year, which is something that we really wanted to do, but we've been able to save up because I don't binge shop anymore and I don't buy candles willy nilly and you know, yeah. all this stuff. And you're probably healthier. So you don't have to go to the doctors. <laughs> I mean, sometimes. No, most yeah. of the time I've been pretty good. We still have our, we still have cheese. It's an Oreos, but that's kind of like a good for the soul. Mm-hmm. Sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, is there anything else? I think we covered everything. I'm trying to think if there's anything else, like somebody who, you know, is trying to detox their life, like your cleaning supplies, your makeup, your shampoo, your, especially your body lotion is huge. Cause mm-hmm. think about that's the biggest organ in your body and it's going oh, to yeah. into your bloodstream. So I tell people start there. Like if you don't want to change, start with your lips and start with And it can be inexpensive. Yeah. Yeah. So actually the two least expensive things I buy probably are my chapstick and my body lotion. So I use Dr. Bronner unscented chapstick. I bought the six pack. I love it. It's in every room in my house and I love it. It's like the best chapstick I've ever used. I think Target sells it too. So it's it's a few bucks. And then I use the Alba. ALBA unscented body lotion mm-hmm. also available at Target in a huge, unfortunately, plastic tub. My refill store also sells that, but not expensive at all. Super simple. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are two huge places. I think that and your food, because your food's going inside your you. Your food and then the the cleaning, especially like the stuff that you're using in your dishwasher, because that's what you're drinking too, right? That whatever you're using. And then the other thing is like we talked about is the, the microwave. That's just super just not healthy at all. Like we don't own a microwave. I know. Not because I, I even have any strong opinions, but we we lived in an apartment where it had it and we built we moved into our new house and my husband was like, where's the microwave? And I was like, oh I don't know, but I don't no. have any counter space for that. So we didn't have one in our um house and we rented our house and the, the renters showed up and they're like, where's the microwave? And we're like, we don't use one. And they're like, well we want one. I'm like, well then go buy one. I don't know what to tell one. you. We don't yeah. use them. They're super bad for you. Yeah you just um, have to get used to we have you know what the best thing uh, if you're not going to do the microwave, is we have a toaster oven. I know the little and not ones. a big yes, the one on the, the counter because I bought my mom a big one and it takes too long. To yeah, like the small one it literally makes like cooks up everything so fast, like an yeah. oven, but it's quick. Yeah, that's how I cook in the summer because mm-hmm. I refuse to turn it. We live in Sacramento where it's easily over a so hundred, a lot. Yeah, so I roast all our veggies in the summer. Just yeah. in our little toaster oven. Have you you um, ever bought anything? I just found them for the first time. Is Thrive. Is it thrive.com, thrive market, whatever? They thrive have market, yeah. everything. Like it's all healthy. It's the healthier version of Amazon, you know? Yeah, I haven't bought anything, but I know about them. And I also know about Grove Collaborative. And they have more cleaning products and skincare and stuff like that. But they're also trying to be cleaner and sustainable. But no, I haven't bought them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean anything. And the other thing I should mention, because I don't, I don't know if you, the Environmental Working Group app, do you yes. have, do you use that? At all? What is that called again? Skin Deep? No, what is it? Is it? I think it's just the EWG. I'm going to pull it up. I have that one. App? I have I another one too, but it. I think that one's better. And that for anybody who's listening. Oh, Healthy um, Living. EWG he- Healthy Living. Healthy Living app. And you can go into a store and just zap like the label, the UPC code, and it pops up with the rating. Yes. So I, I will warn everybody, if you're new to this, I did that. I downloaded the app 
two or three years. Oh, it must have been more than that because we lived in LA at the time. Four years ago, let's say, downloaded the app, walked into the store, and I started scanning, and half Everything the stuff was wasn't yellow, popping but, up there. Oh. Yeah, it was either like, oh, this is problematic, or sorry, no idea, report it to us, and we'll go through. So I ended up leaving the store without lotion after like a half an hour of searching on the app. So I say it's better to kind of do your homework on the app before. But the thing that's great is like, let's say you put in your product and it's like, oh, not okay. It'll give you recommendations Mm -hmm. for what you think is good. And then you start to see what brands, I'm going to put a caveat at the end of this conversation, but what brands keep reappearing, reappearing. So here's the thing to watch out for with that. If you're really, really trying to be all clean is that just because a brand makes a lot of really clean products doesn't mean that all of their products are clean. And I think some of the bigger brands are kind of cashing in on the fact that they're known for being clean. Mm -hmm. And so just watch out for that. Mm -hmm. And and see where it's made too. Right. Cause that's a big thing if it's made in China, you know, because it's Mm -hmm. like, just because it's organic, the water they may be using there might not be clean. You know, they might yeah. say, of course, like, sustainably speaking, I mean, that took a lot to transport that thing mm-hmm. to your local store. No, it's true. Yeah, it's hard. There's honestly, there's too many things that we have to worry about and figure out. But that's why I always kind of tell people we're doing this together. Yep. So, and, so anybody can find you at Lucy with an I, morsels.com. And she has a newsletter and blogs that talks about all this and kind of gives you tips and not just sustainable living, but also just lifestyle, great advice. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also on Instagram. Feel free to send me messages, questions, anything like that. I love talking about this stuff and learning from everybody. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lucy. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Each week, I will bring you different voices from the wellness community so that they can share how they help their clients heal. You will come away with tips and strategies to help you get your life back. Thank you so much for coming on and I'm so happy you are here. Subscribe now and tune in next week. If you want to learn how I detox and you want to check out my detox for Lyme checklist, go to Lyme360.com forward slash detox checklist. You can also join our community at Lyme360 Warriors on Facebook and let's heal together. Thank you. Thank you.